0: You are a Locked On
1: Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day.
0: Another day and another win for the Atlanta Braves, who are on their longest winning streak of the 2022 season. And they are using that to climb well above 500. And start moving in the right direction. It certainly took long enough, but the wins are piling up for this club. A 13-2 final score as they blow out the Oakland Athletics. They sweep a quick two-game series. And we got a lot of good stuff to get to once again here on the Braves Postcast. Part of the all-new Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Make sure that you are subscribing here to the YouTube page. Make sure you leave us a rating. Give us a share. Tell a friend, do all that good stuff, but just make sure you're subscribed to get those notifications on. You'll get an alert every time we drop a new episode, and make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcasts. Well, uh, we talked about this yesterday. If the Braves want to play a quick game under three hours and grab a win, it can look a variety of different ways, Jake. Tonight, they still did it in under three hours, and they scored 13 unanswered runs to thump the A's and win their seventh consecutive game. This was the Atlanta Braves we thought we might be seeing more of when the season started, right? Yeah, this
1: is taking care of business. Look, you get two games against one of the worst teams in the league. You got to take care of business and you have to win those games, something the Braves weren't doing at the beginning of the year. They are starting to do, do now, and that is certainly a great sign.
0: Yeah, we'll call it the Bachman-Turner overdrive uh, way of doing things. Taking care of business is exactly what the Braves were doing uh, when it came to this game against the A's. So let's jump in here. It was game number 57 of the year, game two of two against Oakland. Very quick two-game set, but a sweep nonetheless. Athletics have really been scuffling. They're in the midst of a long-losing streak. Their second such long-losing streak this season, now just 20-38. and Two runs, eight hits, an error, six men left on base for the Athletics. For the Braves, they win their 30th game against 27 losses, 13 runs on 13 hits, one error, three men left on base. Ian Anderson picks up the win. He's now 5-3. and three. Jared Keening's Major League debut did not go according to plan for him. He takes the loss 0-1, no save in a game that lasted two hours and 47 minutes, and a sellout crowd of 42,075 were on hand to see it, and 40,000 of those folks left with a replica World Series ring. So, An opportunity to celebrate, of course, the successes of last year, Jake. But I think everybody in the Braves' dugout at this point has appreciated that for all that it is. But now they are thinking and much more focused on, I think, what is going on right now this year and every single day with this club. And it feels like that sense of urgency really picked up on the road trip when they kind of had that team meeting and were able to get themselves moving in the right direction. This, though, one of the best nights for the offense all season long.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about you know getting refocused. Look, it took them – four months last year, uh, yeah. you know, to really focus and get down. So if they're doing it at this point in this season, I feel really good uh, about where this Braves team is going. But obviously the competition has some something to do with that, but you still got to win these games. And yeah. I talked about it. They weren't doing that earlier in the year, and now they are. And, again, it's great to see. And, yeah, you mentioned the offense, the, you know, all the runs piling up. I love that they didn't give up any at bats as this game went on. They continued to battle uh, and you know never let their foot off the gas. I love to see that. And again, you said it earlier, they can win in a variety of ways. They win three to two on Tuesday with just three solo home runs. And then on Wednesday, they come back and put on a barrage. So I, I love what this offense can do. Obviously, I would love to see more nights like this, but you know, my, my biggest takeaway is just you get games like this. You got a game guy making his major league debut, a team that came coming in has lost seven in a row, one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> again, I hate to keep saying it, you got to take care of business, and that's exactly what they did.
0: Well, hey, the message did not need to change at all. It's a very simple message, and one I think the Braves have really been keyed in on again for the last week plus now, as they have won seven consecutive games. You mentioned the Braves did hit three home runs in the opener against Oakland, but they are or were. Three solo home runs. And this night, it was four home runs for the Braves. Austin Riley is 15th. He remains absolutely red hot. Let's talk about what he's been doing. Last 16 games for Austin Riley, hitting 358 with seven home runs, 16 runs knocked in. He's raised his batting average from 224 on May 22nd. And keep in mind, he was dropping down in the order because the Braves were searching for any kind of consistency in run production in the middle to top of the order. And Austin Riley was not a factor in that about two and a half weeks ago. Things have changed very much. He's now batting 265 and he's on pace for 45 home runs this season. I would say that's a, a pretty good indication of the Austin Riley that we came to expect based on his breakout performance from a season ago. He was not alone, though. William Contreras, man I like to call Wild Bill, eighth home run of the year for him. Ozzie Albies, a long-awaited home run, Jake. He broke a 40-game homerless drought, and Adam Duvall added his fourth and is second in, what, the last four games. So some good things we were seeing late into that game. And as you mentioned, the Braves didn't just coast through the final few innings. They put a seventh spot on the A's in the seventh inning. And it was great to see all of the production and some of the welcome signs from some of the hitters that have been searching for this kind of production for the better part of a couple of months.
1: Yeah, you mentioned the the Albies home run, that ball just sneaking out of there, but it counts. It's a home run and he can put that streak behind him. Austin Riley over four with four strikeouts last night, kind of got lost because the Braves have won the game. Comes back tonight, has a couple of hits, a big home run, three runs batted in. Uh, Great to see that, like you said, he's been on fire recently. You know, the lineup shuffle, and we've mentioned it several times, I think it did a lot of good for this team. And you look at the record since they've done that in the offense in particular, not just for Riley but Olsen as well who's Mm -hmm. been swinging the bat uh, good since that lineup change couple of hits tonight and yes uh, William Contreras not just a home run threw out a batter tonight double clutching the baseball and still throwing him out so yeah he continues to impress we talked about it last night I am now you know convinced that he could be the future of the catcher for this team which again I could not have said a year ago so I mean it's just amazing where he has come from but up and down the lineup Everybody, every starter had a hit. Every starter scored a run. I mean, just a complete team effort up and down. And I love Michael Harris, double and a triple. Uh, He was the one, you know, I said everybody was staying locked in in the offense through the end of the game. His last at bat, he was trying to get that first big league home run. You could kind of tell, you know, got a big lead. Uh, He Mm -hmm. took some big cuts there, ended up striking out. But go get it, kid. I, I I don't blame it all. I'd have been swinging for the fences too, trying to get my first one.
0: No, if you're up by seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven runs, go ahead, take a big swing. I don't have a, a problem with that at all. Take a big swing on the house, as a matter of fact. But yeah, Harris with that fifth inning triple, the first of his big league career, that was the go ahead hit. And and the A's, if you might have missed this or tuned in late, they did have a brief lead in this game, but the Braves were able to put a number of crooked numbers on the board and to just win this one, walking away with thirteen unanswered runs. But uh, you know, Ian Anderson was able to work out of some trouble. It felt like one of those innings where it was getting a little bit wobbly, and if the A's were to have come through there with, say, a big hit of their own, a two-run double, a three-run homer, something like that, all of a sudden, a five- or six-run lead looks a little bit different no matter who you're playing, but give Anderson some credit. He was able to dial in, get out of that, and the Braves' offense went to work, and we weren't talking about what the A's offense was doing after the two runs that they scored, so that was kind of reminiscent of the way things went for the athletics in the first of these two games. We'll talk a little bit more about Ian Anderson in just a moment, but I want to remind you to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from blue and locked on sports listeners get $50 off a purchase of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement pieces. Use the code locked on that is code locked on every order is insured ships free arise in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever piece at blue today. Uh, as far as gems are concerned, I would say Ian Anderson threw one of those today. Uh, six innings of two-run balls, six hits, two walks, five strikeouts. A run did score and his one wild pitch as well. At the very least, this was a solid outing from Ian Anderson, and good to see that there wasn't kind of a hangover effect from his outing at Coors Field. Not to say that it was the worst, but it was one of those that was kind of deceptively bad because he did get in a little bit of trouble there, and when pitchers come out of Coors Field sometimes, I feel like it hangs with them. It lingers for a start or two. Not the case for Ian Anderson, who came out throwing a lot of strikes in the first couple frames.
1: Yeah, the first three innings in particular, I thought were, were really good from Ian Anderson, just throwing strikes. Didn't have his first three ball count until the fourth inning, and that's obviously when he ran into some trouble. Uh, gave up a couple hits there, double, uh, and had the walk of Stephen Vote, and ended up, you know, I had the wild wild pitch too, aired by Acuna as well. Um, I, that obviously didn't end up mattering much, but um, you know, things got away from a little bit there in the fourth. Walked the leadoff batter in the fifth, got a double play to get out of that. So, um, you know, first three innings, I thought he was great. Last three innings, just kind of, you know, were, were solid, uh, not yeah. great. But overall, a good outing for Ian. And like you said, coming off his last three starts, he had given up 13 combined runs. So you will certainly take six innings, two earned. And that's you know, that's what we're used to seeing from Ian Anderson. He, he, you know, we're you're, you're just seeing six innings, two or three runs you know, that's what we've kind of been spoiled with with him in his, you know, early career here with the Braves. So we'd like to obviously see him get back to more of that. Again, I I thought he threw the ball really well uh, early on pounding the strike zone, like we talked about at the end of yesterday's postcast, doing kind of what Kyle Wright was just throwing strikes. Obviously, you know, he started walking some batters later in the outing and led to some runs there. But yeah, overall, I thought it was a really solid outing for Ian Anderson.
0: Yeah, a step in the right direction for him, and you are right. I mean, in his young career, Ian Anderson, I think, has given the Braves way more good than bad. I know that there's a little bit of consternation with the fact that he does work into a lot of deep counts and does fall behind, and there's maybe a, a pension of just staying maybe a little bit too heavy on the two pitches. Maybe a few more breaking balls would break that up a little bit, but that's something that he is, I feel like, able to at least make those adjustments and show that he can work out of trouble even if there are runners on base even if he has given up a run or two he does a nice job of damage control and i would say that he was able to do that in the fourth inning on this night and able to work his way out of trouble over the final couple of frames to pick up a victory again his fifth of the season uh the brids also got three scoreless innings out of their bullpen exactly what you like to see guys came in through strikes got outs, and just like that it was a two-game sweep of the oakland athletics and this Gives the Braves seven consecutive wins. And I know this was brought up a time or three on the broadcast, both radio and television, that the Braves have not lost to the Oakland Athletics in quite some time, Jake. How long, you might ask? 17 years ago when Barry Zeno beat Horacio Ramirez. Mark Kotze was playing for the A's then. Andrew Jones, who was in attendance for the Braves in the opener of this series, hit a two-run homer, I believe, in that game for the Braves. At the very least, he was involved in that one as well. So time has really passed, but the Braves have not been very kind to the Oakland Athletics over the last over decade and a half.
1: Yeah, for me, it just goes to show you there's got to be some changes in the scheduling because the Braves are just not playing the ALS teams enough. And, um, you know, like I know the COVID year, I had planned to go watch the Angels come here and that that got canceled. And uh, hopefully we're going to get to see that this year. But uh, yeah, that's just absolutely crazy. And and when I heard it the first time and the second time, it was still just as crazy uh, just to think how long it's been since the A's have beaten the Braves.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully it was still just as crazy when I brought it up on this broadcast as well. <laughs> but yeah, just thinking about and, and kind of building off of what you're talking about there. I mean, we have not seen Mike Trout play in Atlanta since 2014. We've never gotten to see Shohei Otani, you know, pitch at Truist Park in his young career either because we just don't see those teams as much but that will change in 2022 as major league baseball is going to take a hard look at making the schedule spread out just a little bit more so that you get the I, I feel like it's um it's for fans it's something that you should be looking forward to is the opportunity to see all 30 teams not just your home team that you see all the time but the other 29 clubs rather than playing 19 or 20 games against your interdivisional opponents it's it's important but it shouldn't be the most important part of the schedule. So I'm going to put my soapbox away, and we're going to get you ready for what's going to be happening in on a Thursday's action as the Braves welcome the Pittsburgh Pirates into town to start up a four-game series. Before we do, though, I'm going to tell you about, about betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. You can find the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, NHL Conference Finals, MLB Action, and, of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. Bet online uh, is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online, where the game starts. The game will be starting on Thursday night at 7:20 at Truist Park as the Braves and Pittsburgh Pirates meet for the first time this season. It's the first of another four-game series. Jake Max Freed, five and two on the season, two seven four the ERA after his recent gym thrown out in Colorado jt brubaker on the mound winless against five losses a 470 era and i think i'm gonna take a page out of the jake mastriani book the braves need to take care of business here and beat up on another team that they should beat up on
1: yeah you stole my line i don't have anything else to say now but uh yeah i mean that's exactly what it is i mean the pirates you know they've actually been playing pretty decent baseball i know they went out to la and and swept the dodgers recently so can't take them for granted here but this is a team you should beat, need to beat at home. Four-game series has to at least be a series win in this one, and uh, hopefully they get it started on Thursday.
0: Yeah, 7.20 p.m. Eastern time at Thursday on Thursday night at Truist Park as the Braves will send Max Free to the mound in game one of four against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who Jake mentioned. You don't want to look past this team, and you don't want to look past any team. I don't think with the Braves being able to attest to that over the first couple of months of the season, with how hard it was to finally put a winning streak together, I don't think they're going to get caught unawares as the Pirates roll in. They did sweep a series in Dodger Stadium. They have beaten the Dodgers five out of six times this year. So this is a club that can beat a good baseball club if that good baseball club makes mistakes and allows this club to hang around. So we'll see what the Braves are able to do and if they can just continue their winning ways and how things have looked over the last seven games as the Braves have climbed to 30 and 27 on the year. And we'll be looking to pick up some more games on the New York Mets who got hit with the injury bug on Tuesday night, and we'll see if they're able to get some of their stars back in there. I mean, this thing is a long way from over. The Braves just have to handle their business, and that's what they've been doing lately, and that has been winning baseball games. They did it again on Wednesday night at Truist Park, again, 13-2 over the Oakland Athletics. That brings us to the end of the Braves' postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you again on Thursday night as the Braves and Pirates will battle for the first time this season, and hopefully we'll be coming to you after another Braves win. For Jake Mastroianni, I'm Grant McCauley. We look forward to talking to you soon here on the Braves Postcast, and until then, so long, everyone.